Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to episode number 245 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your host, Alice Benham, joined for the second time ever by Red Shirt Man. Hello. Woo. Hello. Did you just woo yourself? Yeah, you got to cheer yourself. Someone's got to. I love that. Yeah. That's a real business owner mindset you got there. Yeah, back yourself. Got to cheer yourself on because you haven't got a boss to do it for you. So true. Ain't that the truth? You're not a business owner though. No, I get lots of compliments from other people. From your boss? Mm, sometimes. <laughs> you got an Amazon voucher today for just doing your job? No, I went above and beyond. No, you didn't. Yeah. You just did your job. You Like, you're paid to do things. They told you to do something, you did it. And then you got an Amazon voucher but for I, it. I did it better than they expected. So, you know, exceeding expectations. Maybe they just thought you'd be really shit. <laughs> or I just smartly, yeah, something like that. <laughs> probably weaponized incompetence but you make them think you'll be bad and then you overperform and then you get rewarded for it no comment (laughs) (laughs) he cannot confirm nor deny no you're a corporate rat that's what i tell people yeah you got to play the game yeah they go what does rsm do is he an entrepreneur i go no the corporate rat well and truly in the rat race ratting away yeah quite enjoying it to be honest so there you go there you go. Right, you're back on the podcast today. Maybe because I didn't have time to schedule in another guest. Maybe that's the reason that, that you're the guest this week. Uh, so but- I'm second choice, <laughs> but probably not even second. No, probably like... Like 10th. 245th. Wow. Not because it's episode number 245. Cool. That's just the number that popped into my head. I am actually glad to have you on today because the last time that you came on something was very different can you think what that is we didn't live together correct Mm. didn't even prepare you for that one smart brain (laughs) yeah that corporate job is keeping that brain sharp it's been a long day i'm surprised i can answer that yeah that's fair enough we didn't live together and now we do and i thought what might be interesting is to get you on the podcast to talk about living with a business owner yeah it's definitely been eye-opening and obviously i don't know what it's like obviously it's the best thing ever in my opinion yeah you're oblivious to it I am fantastic Mm. and running a business is the best thing ever. But I just thought it would be interesting to maybe get a a partner's perspective because I hear it a lot from clients. You know, they talk about their partners and we often joke that we should make like a support group for partners of business owners. Mm, Yeah, I think I'd like that. If we could all go and play golf, that'd be quite nice. Maybe if you could all pay for a country club subscription, be up for that. What kind of money do you think I make? I don't know. I just, you know, it's the sort of recovery I need. (laughs) It's like AA, but business owners, partners, anonymous. Yeah, pretty much. You should also do the inverse of this. You should see how living with someone that works a nine to five in the corporate world has impacted you. Oh, don't you worry. I'll share all of that in this episode. All right. This isn't a one-way conversation. All right, it should be. No, this is called, let's hear your opinions and then let's finish with mine because they're the correct ones. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Great. Glad we're on the same page about that. No, genuinely, I just think it's quite interesting because we we work in very, very different ways. You are very much a... Nine to fiver. Nine to fiver. Do what I need to do because I have a list. Not work overtime unless you're being rewarded for it. Correct. Yeah. Don't go above and beyond unless you're getting a... An Amazon voucher Unless for there's it. an incentive, <laughs> yeah. Whether that's something that's tangible or not, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, some sort of incentive for working extra. Whereas then you've got me just doing it for fun. Just working 12 hours a day just because sometimes I want to. No yeah. reward. Yeah, no I, one clapping me for it. Yeah, well, I clap you for it, but I, I dispute whether it's always for fun. Sometimes there's necessity in it. Do you remember that time that you told me that me working long hours oh. was a choice because my work is a hobby? Should we I talk about that? I didn't say it's a hobby, it's just in my words. I think I that's did say really that, relevant for this I episode. I did say that you choose more of what hours you work. You're really trying to make me squirm. Mm, <laughs> I don't really think that's what you meant by it. I'm pretty sure you said something along the lines of you enjoy your work, you choose to work a lot. 
because you enjoy it, implying that it was like a hobby. Maybe I added that first. Yeah, you definitely added it as like a hobby. Well, what I mean is like, if you wanted to work nine to five, you could. I'm not saying your business would be successful, but you're like, you could just work nine to five. If I wanted to spend my life running around the streets of London naked, I could. (laughs) Doesn't mean that's that's what I can want to or, or should do. But then that's a choice. Wow, we're getting into a far bigger <laughs> debate here than I am. You're going to have to cut this out. Qualified for. <laughs> right, living with a business owner. I've got some points I want to share. Things I've learned living with myself. <laughs> Joking. More just things that I've noticed living with someone else. Because before I've lived with another business owner or by myself. So mm. I've technically always lived in the presence of business owners. Because it's either been me or my previous housemate, Jess. And best friend, Jess. Has always run businesses too. Anyway, enough on that though. What do you think is one of your biggest realizations about me or my work or running a business since living with me and seeing it almost 24 7 uh it's more all-encompassing than i initially thought so like i used to come and see you on weekends or like evenings and that would typically be like you could be very separated from work by that point because it was for short bursts yeah i suppose and And i'm pretty good at weekends aren't i i'm pretty switched off yeah, you like disconnect from social media and work. You are good at that. Um, but I suppose like living with you, I'm more aware of the like your thought processes and like, I don't know, it would just be coming up in, in mundane tasks or something. I can see that you're thinking about work or constantly thinking about work. It doesn't just stop at five o'clock like mine does, for example. Mm. You know, it's uh, much more en- en- encompassing than that, I suppose. Interesting. And has that been something that you've thought, wow, how impressive. She's so hardworking and dedicated. Or is it more of a, oh my God, you work all the time. This is our whole life, Monday to Friday. Uh, both. <laughs> Genuinely, I think Appreciate it's the honesty. Yeah, no, I think it's impressive that you can be so dedicated to your work and give up so much of what I would call my free time, you know, to focus on something that you love and to work on. I think that's really impressive. But equally, I think there's there should be a boundary to it. And I think being able to stick to that boundary is also impressive. So when that lapses into personal stuff, I'm like, mm. that's fair enough. I would say from my side, that's one of the real benefits of living with someone who doesn't run a business is that I think you kind of naturally enforce more normal work boundaries on me because you're adhering to those kind of routines. Like when I lived by myself or with Jess, like there was no one to give structure. Jess and I would get home at 8 p.m. after a long day of work, scoffed in a whilst working, and we'd both just be sat on our laptops till 10 p.m. And it was almost, it was fun times. But I think we didn't really have anyone to like point out that maybe that wasn't the thing to do. Or like, I don't know, looking back, I wouldn't change any of it. A lot of the time it's what we needed to do because there was a lot to do and, you know, maybe at that point. But I think what I'm trying to say is, you finishing at 5 p.m. I think makes me more aware mm. that like, oh, most people have finished work by now. So what what am I choosing to do? And it's almost easier for me to have routine because I kind of just piggyback. Piggyback? Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just adopt yeah. your routines. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And like, you know, the, the scenario that you said then where you're both working till 10 o'clock at night, you guys were, if that's regular, I think that's unhealthy. If that's, you know, sort of one off to get over certain projects or, mm. or to do a piece of work you need night. to do, you know, then I think that's that's justified. And like, whilst, yeah, my job is typically nine to five, like I have flexible hours, I can, you know, I can move within that and be a bit more flexible within the day, I suppose. And if work needs to get done, then I will work late. But it's, um, yeah, I respect people who are able to be boundaried with their work life so that their social life can, ben- can benefit. And we just approach work in very different ways, don't we? Like I live to work, yeah, I work you to work live. to live. And I think we probably both help each other kind of find the middle ground a little bit between those two yeah. i would argue your career has thrived since meeting me but you won't acknowledge that that's because of me no you keep I saying will. that yeah it's all me 
I think I do think that your your work <laughs> ethic is um, is impressive, and it probably does rub off on me to an extent. I'll take that. Wasn't expecting any nice things to come out of your mouth, and thought you were going to throw that back at me. One of the things that I will say that is great about living with someone who doesn't work as intense midweek, and I'd say this was one of our maybe challenges early on that I think six weeks in we're like starting to find the rhythm with, is that midweek I'm just slightly incapable of doing anything mm-hmm. other than work. Yeah. You know, like you're saying earlier, before you'd always see me at weekends, I feel like the rhythm I found now with my work is I like work very intensely Monday to Friday and it kind of takes over my whole midweek. Everything's about working or resting for work, work events. I don't really do much social stuff midweek. Whereas obviously you finish at 5 p.m. and then you've got this whole evening. And I think in, in the first few weeks of living together, it was like, I couldn't, I can't really cook midweek. I can't really do house chores midweek. And it like obviously can't is a dramatic thing to say. I could, but the way that my brain's wired, I'm just like one track mind blinkers on work mode and you've been a very big help in picking up my slack let's put it that way i'm enjoying being silent you just keep saying more good things but yeah no it's good i agree i think like well we moved in in may didn't we and it was a busy time for you you know we're we're fortunate that my job does allow me more flexibility in the evenings than yours during a busy period i suppose i'm like it will probably go the other way at some point but at the moment you're busy and i had more time in the evening so why don't i do more of the house chores and free you up to focus on work i think that made a lot of sense and you know it will just it'll swing back and forth I suppose depending on who's busy and who's free yeah should work that way we found a rhythm haven't we you're the midweek house manager Mm. and I'm the weekend house manager I think we've adjusted that though so that Friday falls in with the weekend haven't we yeah so 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 you do Monday Monday to Thursday Thursday. yeah and then I usually am pretty chilled Friday so I do all the house stuff Friday Saturday Sunday yeah it's nice it's a good balance I think yeah balance you love balance but the other thing is like because i finish at five o'clock and then i'm looking to do stuff in the evening you have adjusted your work schedule so like you're starting earlier and you're finishing earlier oh yeah that's something to talk about isn't it Mm. because before we lived together i mean i love sleep everyone loves sleep right so it's very much in a rhythm of maybe waking up maybe a couple of times a week i'd wake up at like six but usually it was wake up around like half seven maybe eight i'd kind of do a couple of bits before my calls began but i almost like back ended my day or back back loaded what's the opposite of front loaded rear rear load rear end rear-ended yeah i don't think that's <laughs> have you just made me say something really bad <laughs> have i just said something dirty uh well kind of but it wasn't intentional there's front ending and then i'm pretty sure it was front loading maybe it's front loading anyway i used to finish my calls at the end of the day and then i'd spend a couple of hours in the evening doing all my like admin and big jobs and if that was just kind of the way i did it because i didn't really have anything else to do midweek and evenings that was fine for me but now you've got me yeah now I've got you there's something to hang out with and have dinner with like I have meals now midweek this is a new thing for me never normally used to eat meals breakfast lunch and dinner it's wild to me big portion sizes yeah we're gonna need to watch portion sizes but I'm eating meals I've got things to do so I found a new routine where I front load my day if we're gonna call it that the opposite and now I get up around six get like two three hours of priority work done then I do my calls and that means at 5 p.m when my calls finish I am done for the day and if anything feels urgent I know that I'm gonna get to it at 6 a.m the next day which feels really like that's 12 hours away which is fine before anyone else can contact you or give you other stuff to do because most people are sleeping like Mm. myself between that time yeah and that's been game changing Mm. I think that's actually one of the biggest things that's helped us to merge our very different work schedules is I basically begin work three hours before you so therefore we end at the same time so it feels like we're on the same schedule and it's just depressing for about 3.5 seconds when I'm leaving the bedroom at 6am and you're fast asleep 
and I want to cry. <laughs> Loving life with the whole bed to myself. Yeah. yeah. That is what I'm jealous of. Because you get to like slightly wake up and then I see it. I see, I see you do it from the ensuite. You see that I'm gone and roll over and take up the whole bed. Yep. Take all the pillows. Yeah, it's oh, great. But then you come jealous. downstairs and you make a coffee that's really loud and it's, you know, it's so hard <laughs> to get back to sleep. No, and... it's not. You sleep through anything. Yeah, it's great. But that has really helped, I think, like adjusting my schedule. Mm, I think so. And it means you us. get a bit of alone time to yourself. Not yeah, that that's, that's good how you'd want to have a like if you could choose how you have a learn time, it wouldn't be doing admin and, and work. But um, I do think it's good. We get a bit of space. And it does mean I have like the first half an hour of the day, like I'm not doing work. I sit and journal and go on my phone and have a coffee. So I think that alone time is good. Yeah. Because that's been one of the biggest adjustments for me living with someone else is that you wake up and that person's there. So I think it's probably best for me that I just like skedaddle in the morning. Bye. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I get more sleep and get the bed to myself. Like I said. That was actually one of the things I was worried about living with you. Mm. I thought I'd lose my productivity. I thought I'd just kind of bum about. I feel like you've improved. I think so. And I, I don't mean that in a way like I've made you better. I just mean like if I'm saying like by five o'clock, let's go to the gym or let's have dinner or let's you know go to the pub garden because the weather's nice. Yeah. Like you have a hard line like, oh, I just need to get this done by this time. And you work out what your priorities are that need to get done mm. at that time. And you go, okay, well, he's going to drag me out. Yeah, I, would, I think I'm a lot more efficient. I think the biggest thing that's made me realize I could do a four day week come September yeah, this it's, is ridiculous. You're giving me stick for my flexible workings and then you come out of nowhere with this, I'm going to do a four-day four week. Like, yeah, because I start at 6am every day. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You wouldn't want to do that. No, I'm not doing it. Exactly. But I, like, if someone said to me, like, oh, you could have a four-day week if you start at 7 and finished at 6, I'd maybe consider it. Fair but enough. I wouldn't want to do that every week. I'd want to do that maybe like every other week or pick and choose, but yeah, yeah. I can't be that flexible. Yeah, that's fair enough. Without it sounding really cringy, I think what's helped me is that I actually like have a reason to stop work now. Like you're the reason is why. I mean. All right, okay. <laughs> but like that sounds really embarrassing to say. But yeah, there's like things to do or like, no, don't, no, don't. I was going to say you're crushing Jess. <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to make it sexual. <laughs> no, you've done that. <laughs> well, no, but like it's very different living with a housemate. Like we would see each other like a couple of times a week. It was just, we were just kind of on different rhythms. Yeah. But it's not even like it's us hanging out. It's just, you know, I see you going and doing stuff and I don't really want to be sat in my office for three hours anymore till yeah. 9 p.m. That doesn't seem as fun. No. So yeah, I think it's like forced me into being more efficient. I'm quite happy about it. Yeah, it's really good. What I will say though is I do think it's easier to be like this in summer. Mm. I think in winter, it's much harder to get up earlier it's much easier to work later in the evenings because you're not, you don't feel like you're missing out on yeah, that's doing true. something. We'll so I wonder if it's do, seasonal. We'll do this podcast episode in six months. Mm. Let everyone know what's happening. Do you know what I was just thinking then? I think the other thing as well that's really helped me to be more productive is having a home office because for the last year I haven't had a home office yeah. and I think that was really bad for my mental health and productivity. Which I find crazy because previously before you had... You did have a home yeah, office. Yeah, I've always had a home office before I, last year. But I remember when we moved you out of it, you were like, oh, I'm really quite happy to be out of this because you were going to have a co-working space and be going into mm. that all the time. And you're like really excited for this. And you did use it and you did enjoy it, I know that. But when you did have to work from home or when you weren't able to work, work from home, you didn't have a proper setup, did you? Yeah, I think I was just excited to be in London. Mm. And I just thought, I'm going to love working from co-working spaces and from the sofa. And like, it's fine. I survived for a year. But actually now having like a dedicated workspace, I think is much better for me. And yeah. also with like you being in the flat as well, it's not as easy to just like work from bed because yeah. I'm feeling lazy or like sit on my phone for three hours because you're going to ask me what I'm doing. Like you don't tell me off. You don't tell me to work harder. You do the opposite. But it's that like invisible accountability almost. 
yeah, for someone me, else being around. If I think you're chilling or having like, fun on your phone, I'm like, oh, let's do something. Like, I can just pause for a little bit if I don't have like a lot on in my calendar and I just work a bit later or something. Like, let's break up the day and go sit outside in the sun or yeah, have a nice lunch break. Very different approaches to work. It's very funny. How was it seeing the behind the scenes of launch? Because oh, that was stressful. <laughs> That was a whole something else I wasn't ready for. I've seen you launch products before, but I was able to go to a separate house and to my own bedroom, <laughs> you know, at least a mile away from you. No, but you've never seen a launch. I've never done a launch like that before in a relationship with you. Because the, the last time I properly launched a course was back in 2021. Not course, yeah. At the start of the year before we met. In fact, I was in a course launch when we first met. Do you remember? No. Do you not remember? I let... If my mum's listening, please stop listening. I left your house at like 7 a.m. the day after our first day. And do you not remember? I was like, I need to rush home because I've got to prep for a... I was hosting that challenge. Oh, yeah. Just before I went to the Lake District. Yeah, I do remember Do you remember this. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't you still do bits in the Lake District for it? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you were recording, yeah. And I really remember... I don't think I told you this at the time. I was so distracted by like hanging out with you and liking you that I, th- I, th- I slightly blamed you, I think, for like not... <laughs> For not doing well on your launch. I got the blame. A tiny bit, but not what? you. It was, you were the cause of the issue, but I was, you know, it was my fault. When I knew that we were going to move in together and literally a week later I was going to be in launch, I was like, how is this going to go? Mm-hmm. Is he going to help it or hinder it? Now, I would definitely say you helped it. I can talk more about in a second what you did, but I'm interested from your side. You said it was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, it was. I just didn't know what was going on. It was like everything... You did, like I said earlier, like living with someone who's who owns a business, it's all encompassing. And I always had a rough idea of that, but like the actual practicalities of that was quite a shock. And I suppose launch was like that on steroids. Yeah, launch is the most intense period for a business owner. Mm. I'd say the only thing I can think of that I've seen clients go through that's more intense is like raising investment. I'll, I'll move Ooh. out. I've yeah. got a friend who lives down the road. I'll go stay with him. I think that'd be a good yeah. idea. I like that it's you moving out, by the way. I'll yeah. stay here. Fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen how much you spread in this this apartment. Oh, yeah. It's my flat. You just live in it. (laughs) No, that's not what I mean. I just mean like during launch. Like, you know, your, I don't know, your your focus and your, um, I don't know, it feels like there's just bits of Alice everywhere. Like there'll be a sock over there and there'll be, you know, plant leaves strewn all across the floor or confetti cannons firing off across the room. You really proved yourself that day when I made you set confetti cannons off, not once, not twice, but three times because yeah. I wasn't happy with the video. And then you proceeded to help me clear it up, even though you didn't have to. Yeah. And I came back to the flat clean that evening and I was like, he's a good man. He's yeah. a good, good man. And it was also bugging me though. <laughs> so it benefited me to tidy it up as much as it did you. Yeah. Right? But you were very, very supportive. And I think in launch, you were the perfect mix of like, you pushed me when I needed it, but more often than not, you just kind of gave me like a bit of sanity, helped me to stop spiraling if I ever was. You celebrated everyone that joined with me. Yeah, I was excited was for people fun. to sign up because then I got to tell you and we'd celebrate it together. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. So you were great. No, it was I fun really to be part of the process. You. Yeah, I really And I, I really don't think I could have done it. I, I, I don't know. I probably could have done it without you. You could have done it without me. It was very successful me. before I met you. But I do think you made it much more enjoyable. Hmm. And even just your support around the flat. Like oh, you nice. really did do all the stuff because I'm so tunnel visioned when I'm in launch mode. I remember I said it one day, didn't I? I was like, look, I know the kitchen is so messy, but I cannot think of anything other than this to-do list. Yeah, it didn't bother me. Also, it helps to know, like, having a deadline, I suppose, on it. You Like you'd said to me, you know, you'd set the boundary before we moved in. You're like, look, May's going to be manic. And like, this week in May is going to be crazy. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, cool. So I just have to get through May. And really, I just have to really focus on this one week. And then mm-hmm. it will all start to mellow out again. I'm like, 
so it was it was you know i had a i had a deadline i suppose in sight at the point mm. that it would get easier not that anything was particularly like taxing no you know, it's just, but it is a lot like you're being taken on a roller coaster that you didn't ask to go on hmm. and it you know we can be quite up and down yeah, I can be, but I guess that's business and that's life. You know, if we're living together, you've got to share in those successes and, and difficulties. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't bother me. It was quite easy. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, if everything goes well, that will pay off for you because then my business can help us to do whatever we want to do. Yeah, you can retire me and we can go skiing. <laughs> that's your dream, <laughs> That's isn't all it? I want, yeah. You want to be a house husband. Oh, I'm so up for being a house husband. But you don't want to look after the kids is what you said. I just You're- want to go play golf. Yeah, well, that, if you're going to be a stay-at-home dad, mm-hmm. that's a job, looking after kids. If we've got golden retrievers, they can come out with me. If there's kids, I've seen buggies that hold golf clubs. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. We'll wait and see. We'll see what happens. Anything else you want to share on the topic of living with Alice Benham, living with a business owner? This is your Oh, there's loads of chance. living with Alice Benham that have been eye-opening, but we're, we're keeping this business. No, go on. Give us a personal one. A personal one. Yeah, let, let the listeners in. Okay, so one of my favorites one, favorite ones, and this shocked me, uh, I think it was like maybe our second or third, third night in the flat. Most people will lay out their clothes for the next day, <laughs> but they might put it maybe on a hanger, you know, or maybe over the back of a chair or something. So like when they get up, they know what they're gonna wear, fine decision made. No, Alice takes out the clothes that she wants to wear and just chucks them on the floor like a floor <laughs> drobe, but they've gone from a clean wardrobe to a dirty floor. <laughs> She's then slept for probably six hours because you've got up at 6am or whatever. And then you've put those dirty clothes on. And it just doesn't make sense to me. I was like, that's a floor drobe where you'd put dirty clothes. That's not where you'd put clean clothes to put on. And I just cannot get my head around that that's that is hilarious. your approach to, to getting ready for the next day. Like, yeah, just like sling your t-shirt on the floor and your trousers Hair over there pants. and your socks over there. And it's like, what is this? Like hide and seek for clothes in the morning. <laughs> like, or orienteering. I can't work it out. Yeah, And that's the fact hilarious. that you put it on the dirty floor just baffles me. How so. dirty do you think our floors are i hoover and mop those on a weekly basis maybe bi-weekly no mm. ask me when i last did it well no because i know you did literally like three days ago okay but prior to that it was two no. weeks i do it every weekend you know that's true well yeah that's that's the split but i don't know that you did the week before yeah i did uh. anyway i did realize last night actually when putting our clothes away together that we have different definitions of a floor drobe to me floor means not dirty like, I've taken it off, it's not dirty, so I'm going to put it back in the wardrobe. If it was dirty, I'd put it in the washing basket. Whereas you put stuff on the floor that's dirty. Why don't you just put it in the washing basket? Yeah, that's the, that's the middle ground. It's, tra- it's transitioning to the, to the washing basket. But why when doesn't I'm it just go straight pick there? pick it all up in a pile. But why don't you just... Literally, our washing basket is in our bedroom. No, it's in a, it's in a wardrobe. Hang on. I think you've just... Uh, what's the word? Like, uncovered yourself there? Go on. So I feel like if you wear an item of clothing... Mm-hmm. not like a hoodie or a jacket or anything like that and maybe not a pair of trousers depending on what's happened right but then once you've worn it that thing's dirty once you've taken it off you shouldn't wear it again no i'd wear it again yeah and that is another thing <laughs> so like what's this you a three-day-old really t-shirt that you keep chucking on the floor and putting back on and yeah. you're still calling it clean no if, look if i'm working from home <laughs> yeah i'd wear i'd wear if i wore a t-shirt one day working from home and it's not hot like it is at the moment i'll put this straight in the wash because it's sweaty the t-shirt i've got on now mm. But like a regular day. Nope. I've worn it for a day. New t-shirt the next day. Yeah, fair enough. I think people will be on more on your side. I'm not, I'm not saying that my approach is the correct approach. Mm. But, you know, just trying to save the planet and not wash all of my clothes for no reason. No, I hear you. And also, the floor drobe, from my perspective, typically doesn't exist for more than a few hours. No. So I've chucked everything onto the floor. I pile it all together. That's true and then for I both put it of into us. washing basket. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. we let things build up, but we're pretty tidy people. 
Yeah, but, but that's what I mean. Like, the, for, so I don't really, no, neither of us have a floor drape. Yours is an overnight floor drape of clean clothes, which yeah. I still don't understand. Well, it's because at 6 a.m., I don't want to have to rifle through the drawers. I just want to be able to pick it all off the floor, head into the bathroom, get ready. Yeah, okay. To be fair, at 6 a.m., I can understand that. I would Thank like to see much. it at like 9 or 10. Well, see I wouldn't it do it at 9 or 10. Okay. So it's purely because of the arrangement you have for work at the moment. Yeah. Fair enough. We got shit to do. Things to get done. Right, I think that's it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Any tips for people living with business owners? Don't do it. Be grateful that you're with someone who's so passionate about what they do. Yeah, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. That could be one. No, it's nice to see that you're doing something you're passionate about. But yeah, I don't know. I think you just have, if you're the non-business person, you just have to be more aware of the other person's responsibilities and their dedication to that. And that that might sometimes overlap or differ from the... I don't know what you believe is a is a job or nine to five and the mm. roles and responsibilities that are associated with that and maybe you should see it as supporting their passion and therefore should go a bit more out of your way to facilitate that whether that's cooking and cleaning Monday to Thursday so that the other person can focus on their business and work um, or if that's also telling them maybe that they're they're working too hard and too late and maybe they need a bit of space and to come have a bit of social time or to watch some TV or to go out to the pub or you know whatever is going to help them relax a bit because I do think overworking is just as bad as underworking if you work yourself too hard or yeah put yourself into a bad space yeah burnout or working when you're tired and you just have to duplicate it the next day so knowing when to stop is really important so making sure you can support that end as well love that that's a beautiful note to end on i'm glad that we moved in together i think it's going to help my business because you're very supportive you don't mind me getting up at 6am in fact you probably actively encourage it yes because i'm out of your hair yep i'm glad that we found a rhythm that works i was Mm. kind of worried that moving in together would ruin my productivity in my business it has not that's great news for both of us and I think you're very understanding and helpful. And I appreciate you. That's good. And this has ended on an embarrassingly nice note. Yeah, I was surprised when you came to me asking to do this podcast on, but happy to, to sit here and... I think I've... it's interesting. I think a lot of people will relate. Well, a lot of people are in my shoes. And I mean, I could also talk about some of the challenges of living with a non-business owner. I don't think there's as many. And I think a lot of it just comes down to understanding that they have different brains Mm. and that for example like if you finish at 5 p.m and i finish at 6 that doesn't mean you're meant to do jobs for an hour we have different jobs Mm. you're allowed to spend another hour of your life relaxing like it's a choice i don't judge you for working far less hours than me in fact we have the same salary which is slightly depressing when you think about (laughs) it (laughs) you get paid to sleep in um only by your standards i don't you know i still start at the right time but yeah so we just get different priorities in business don't we and therefore yeah um, seeing how those priorities align, I guess, in our personal life and what we do at the flat, which is so far work. I'm surprised how quickly we have been able to. Yeah, well, it's only six into... weeks in, so maybe we'll do another episode in a few weeks and be absolutely pulling our hair out and hating life yeah. and the business will be failing. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, let's not speak that into life. Let's end this episode before I start spiraling again. Thanks for joining me. You're actually about to make dinner whilst I'm off to do a client call. Yeah. That's very timely, isn't it? Yeah, it's an appropriate podcast, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that is partly because you just know that otherwise I wouldn't make dinner. Yeah. It's like, if you want to eat, you got to cook because mm. I'm not going to cook. Yeah. Because I'm fine not eating a meal. I'll just eat some toast and some ham, maybe a pack of pom bears. Yeah, you've got crazy eating habits, maybe which is why like, I want to help you with that. You know, like if I'm going to cook anyway, like why not cook for two? And that way you can, as soon as you finish work, you've got dinner and then we can get on with doing the fun things like going out swimming or podca- podcast. 
pub, whatever we want to do. You keep saying we're going to the pub. We're going to play squash today, actually. Today is squash. Because we're fitness queens. Yeah, we're doing well on our fitness. But when it's sunny like this, all I do want to do is go sit in that pub garden. and. Yeah, we do love a pub garden. Chill, play cards. Right, thanks for joining me. What are you cooking for dinner? Salmon and Mediterranean vegetables. Oh, stunning. Can you fill up the salt grinder? No. Please, because I tried to use it today and it didn't go well for me. So that would be really appreciated. Thank you. I quite like the empty salt. No, I don't. Love you. Tell me love me. Hate you. No, I do that. You can't do that back at me. No, I love you. Yeah, enjoy your client call. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the podcast. You're welcome.